Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Let the Dice Roll. This is season one. It's actually the finale to season one. Uh, we didn't originally intend it to be that way, but such is life. This episode is kind of a grab bag where we just kind of talk about a bunch of odds and ends. See you in two weeks with season two. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Let the Dice Roll, an irreverent podcast about gaming and more specifically social gaming. Because why game by yourself when you can do it with friends and have a whole bunch of stories to tell afterward? My name is Banjo and I'm joined tonight by my usual co-host, Raspather. Say hello, Raspather. Hello, Raspather. Wait, hold on. Let me do the slow <laughs> clap for you. I've been waiting 11 episodes to say that. <laughs> Have you really? Anyway. Eh. Yeah, anyway. Um, as, it, as it occurred to me, well, two things occurred to me. One, it felt an awful lot like, like a bending unit or any any robot in Futurama, because I am way more functional when I have alcohol in my system than when I don't have alcohol in my system. Ah, that explains uh, the five o'clock rust. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. No, uh, I don't have any... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the nice the nice thing is that I, I basically don't have five o'clock rust. Um... But I do have. I did finally open that box from last episode of the God of right. Dark and Stormy. I'm sure there's a recipe instructions like, oh, use the, you know this many parts of this to that many parts of that. I'm just kind of like winging it. The <laughs> um, <laughs> choose your own mixture. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm roughly you know doing about what I think it should be. I'm all out of ice though. Okay. It's not bad. I do like the ginger beer and. The ginger beer and rum concoction. That's very nice. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, it's very nice. Nice. Um, well, listeners, we're kind of in a surprise. We have a surprise for you. Um, mostly because we don't have a plan today. Well, uh, our time. unscripted episode, yes. <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> we don't have a... What are we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> we're just filling words into this empty space of uh, bandwidth. Yeah, we're, we're, we're honestly <laughs> just... We're just recording the podcast. We're just... We are just recording an episode where whatever comes out is going to come out. And it's... But it has to... Like, the topic has to be gaming... <laughs> related because that's what we're here for well it's not too hard since we do in general of the tabletop variety 
And that's what listeners buy me coffee for. Uh, see, I remembered. K- ah, you remember now, coffee. K-O da- uh, K-O-F-I dot F-I. Let the dice roll. Yeah, you were on there. Believe me. <laughs> um, yes, you can find us on... Give us a- <laughs> buy us a coffee. I promise I will share the loot with Rasputin. <laughs> Maybe maybe with enough coffee we can light our brains with the caffeine and wake up and know what to do for our next right. trepid episode. Well, I see the the, <laughs> the issue is is more than is I think it's a personality difference, honestly. Personality difference? Yeah. Well, just just in that I, I I'm I feel like I'm way more the extrovert between the two of us, and by being said extrovert. Between the two of us, anyway, I feel like I'm the one that usually comes up with ideas more quickly. Yeah, you are the one with the ideas that I, I tell. True, true. So I kind of feel, like many times, this is a little behind the scenes for you folks, many, many times I feel like I'm just kind of having to make up what we're going to discuss. And then it's like, hey, Rasputin, how about we discuss this? Yeah, sure, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. And then... That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It normally works out, but this time I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I have ideas. I mean, we keep talking about a lot of other games like Paranoia and Fiasco and all these other things, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, the long and short of it, trying to continue to piecing my own words together, is the fact that there, well, there's not enough of either one of those to really make a full thing out of. Yeah. Um... <laughs> like, I was like, I'm about to say something, and then I just don't know what I'm going to say. So, I mean, yes, folks, <laughs> you have nothing. How about this? <laughs> you could always go into like all those weird little obscure one-off things that we've done, right? Because hell, why not? This is a explain the tangents that we go on every once. In a while. Yeah, or hey, we played Numina once or twice, and oh yeah, we did play Numina for a few bits. Well, I ran in front of Numina. You, you ran player. Numina. Yeah, Inamine is one that we've had that we played that I ran a twice, two or three times. Yeah, something to that effect. But like, none of us really knew the rules, including myself. And so oh yeah, kind of faked a bunch of stuff and like really it just went horribly wrong and nobody ever played it again not that we didn't want to um like call of cthulhu like we haven't even gotten into call of cthulhu I mean, we, granted we've only played what four or five games total oh yeah we've only really played one game of it have- we have not played call- we always want to play call of cthulhu but nobody wants no to- we, we played it once uh, hold on. How many times have we played Call of Cthulhu, Rasputin? <laughs> I'm. Hold on. I, I swear, <laughs> I made a character. Yes. We I, I, we played it. I, yes. How many times? Once. What I Only once. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I guess the internet connection lost that once from you. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I heard the once, but I heard you saying once, and then I'm like, okay, okay a few times. And then somehow you were like trying to contradict me. I'm like, no, we've played like a few times. You play, you've made one character. Yeah. And then I started going into, I don't know why I'm recapping our conversation, <laughs> but let's go with it. <laughs> um, Folks at home, I am not drunk or high. I'm just I'm that. 
not drunk. I have had one dark and stormy. One. Well, I have a. I'm, we know you can handle your drink. I am not the drinker, so I am not. Listen, listen, just because I'm just telling the audience I am not drunk. Listen, just because my the bottle I have is one of those infinite bottles, you know, like water from water from the Ganges things kind of dark and stormy, that doesn't shut up. <laughs> okay. I've had one, it just keeps refilling itself for some reason. <clears throat> Every time I look over there, there's more there's there's more liquid in the glass. That's weird. Huh. It's like a self refilling glass. Self-fulfilling glass. Huh? Anyway, yes, we, Call of Cthulhu is one of those <laughs> games that we always want to play. We never do, except for that one time. Well, one or two times. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't really matter, except for those few times that we did play it. And there's just a bunch of stuff like that, like Traveler, right? Yes. I finally like Santa. Santa ruined my master plan of buying all Traveler supplements before getting the core book. And brought me a core, a copy of Core Traveler. So, like, Traveler is going to be one of those games. It's just going to sit on my, uh, you know, sit in my shelf for a little while. Want to play Traveler all of a sudden? <laughs> well, that's the idea. Is when we can, it is. when we try to run an online game it for is. these massive people. It is, and I think. I really want that to happen. I think that would be amazing. All right. Uh, getting a whole bunch of random strangers to play a game online. Part of me All wants right. to record it. Not necessarily for the podcast, but like to have oh. a, a record of it. But obviously we can obviously we will tell people, hey, FYI, this is for the podcast. You will be talked about. <laughs> please give us okay. please give us your uh your aliases so that when we talk about you about you. Yes, you Well, I, I would imagine if you use the aliases, would they be characters' names? The aliases. Sure. At least I would presume so. That probably is what we would do. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we we're not there yet. I know we're not there yet. But that was just that was just a random thought. Just saying, instead of using just aliases, asking for an alias, let's just character well, names. We should probably have an alias for like so and so, as played by so and so. That's a good idea. If we well, we'll get when we if, when we get there, we'll figure that out. Let's just say that. Yes. When we <laughs> figure out what the hell we're doing, we will do that. <laughs> um, when we eventually get back on. <laughs> yes. In the meantime. Well, did we ever have a real discussion of gaming systems that we have and but never played or? Uh, kind of, I think. I mean, you're right. I know we kind of like we mentioned it once or twice, but we didn't really. Well, we had we it did we did have that one episode whereby we grabbed stuff off of our shelf, or I happened to grab a couple of books, and I'm like, I want to talk about these. Oh yeah, we did. We I'm that, sorry. Yeah, we had that episode. We did have that discussion. Wow. But I'm. It was a very short. It it was very unplanned. Well, it was unplanned, and we had we talked about a few different books. Right. It so was which also was, sorry. It, it was planned in our pre-show meeting, but it certainly does not cover everything. Oh no! By far, yeah, that was just a little bit of the. That was just uh, the tip was, of the that iceberg. Was, that was a taste. <laughs> that oh, was the taste. That, that was the first taste is always free kind of uh, sample. 
<laughs> that's the free taste. That's yeah. what that was. That was a free taste. Because <laughs> you know, honestly, at this if there is a game that I have not played, I probably no longer have the books for it because I sold a bunch. I gave a bunch away because it's the whole problem of hey, I've got this giant bookshelf of games. When are we ever never gonna? We're never. Gonna play. Yeah. You know, and I actually honestly meant ever never because it was like oh, in mid thought. Anytime I looked at them, I'm like, are, when are we ever, no, we're never <laughs> going to get to this because our group, for one reason or another, like, you know, they ha- we have our favorites. Yes. You know, why, why go to, why go to IHOP if Denny's yeah. is a tradition? Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't change horses in midstream. You know, that, that kind of garbage. Yeah. Um, but it's true. I mean. Uh, yeah. Did you have something specific that you wanted to bring up? Is that why you... I guess I did, and now I can't think of it. I'm just looking at my books again. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there are, because you... Because you because you are a dragon. <laughs> yeah, and that's my horde, yes. Um, but yeah, I just have a book. This is your intervention. Books. But I do agree with you. I do have to let some of these go. Well, I mean, you don't... Because there's, 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 I, I, I can see books that I'm probably never... Because now I'm questioning why did I ever buy those. Well, because it's you know it's it goes back to the whole collector. Oh yeah, right. We we talked about that briefly. It was kind of a darker. Oh yeah. Episode, which I was not planning on. <laughs> um, but the thing is that again, there are certain stereotypes in gaming which exist for a reason. That hey, I need the latest and greatest new thing. Oh yeah. You know, okay, hooray, now I have the latest and greatest new thing. Um, <laughs> but then you enjoy it for like a minute, you know, for like a couple of sessions or never, and then it becomes oh, yeah. not the new thing anymore, and it just hangs out on your shelf. <laughs> or even the case where you, like, this looks cool, I'll pick it up. Then after reading the whole book, he's just like, then why right. did I buy this book? The system was crap. <laughs> it's, this looked interesting. I'm yeah. standing in a in a store where I can't sit here for two hours, oh, yeah. read the book, <laughs> can, but they might... Yeah, they'll give you strange looks. It's the kind of situation where, oh, um, I have to make a crack decision, is an impulse, oh, yeah. and a lot of it is impulse. Oh, yeah. A lot of... For you and I, anyway, it's impulse buying. I'm not going to say oh, yeah. new generation <laughs> of gamers, because... From yeah, from that, from our previous episode, it sounded like. Well, it the thing is, it seems like the new generation kind of has it. I, I guess easier than we did. Do you think it's um, easier or just different? Well, well, I'm saying easier is because back when we were collecting, there there was a lot of more gaming systems trying to pop up to grab people's attention. Right. And nowadays, I don't see it as much. Right. Um, because people either focus on really, actually, most pe- in in the states, people focus on D and D, and then I know for Germany, they do have like a D and D equivalent, but they're mainly Shadowrun, if I can remember correctly. They're a big Shadowrun people up in well, well Germany. Should- Europe area. Yeah, they certainly used to be because back in the early 2000s, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That was like 
If you couldn't get a book, if you couldn't get a certain out-of-print book for Shadowrun in English, you could definitely get it in German. Yeah. Because they love their Shadowrun. At the time, they loved their Shadowrun. I have no idea if that's true. And if we have any... Yeah, now I'm not so sure. But I think think now, since since tabletop are such now, you can probably find it almost in any language. Yeah. um... Because I remember seeing there's... Japanese versions of the D&D 5th edition books out there. There's one Japanese C and actually read myself. It's their D&D equivalent is called Sword World. Sword World? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a simple name, but it's their D&D equivalent. Nice. Um and what made me think about that because when I going back to the session we we're talking about that we have there just Ryotama Oh yeah, yeah. It was originally a Japanese game and that they translated over to bring it over right. to the US. So it, it it's interesting to see how really another culture makes their own game. Actually another system where I've seen on bookshelves is called the Dark Eye. Hmm. And the Dark Eye is actually the word is actually I think specifically German, but definitely oh, Europeans right. answer to D and D. Nice. Well, that's kinda cool. So that's what makes me Kind of like in odd books, where mm. another culture made the uh, uh, another perspective made the RPG systems that weren't American. I'm wondering what games that we play that actually originated elsewhere, like Inamine. I wonder if Inamine was something else. Um, I think. It, well, this is my rough memory. I think Inamine was. Jackson. Oh yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, but I'm one. I mean, well, at least in the U.S., it came out that way. I don't. Uh, yeah, it came. Yeah, the, the person who published it in the U.S. was C. Jackson right. Games. The U.S. publisher was certainly Jackson Games. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I really that is really a good question. I don't know. Just because, like Talisman, right? Talisman is almost ex- was almost exclusively a European release, and then it came over in the U.S. Kind of because it was so popular. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever? Have you? Not, are you not? Are you not familiar with Talisman? It was a Talisman. It was. A, I know. I know a board game called Talisman. Yes, but, exactly. Oh, it was, game, it was the board. Okay. Yeah, the right? Games Workshop board game Talisman. Oh, okay. Here in the U.S., we pretty much from Games Workshop, we really only knew Warhammer and Warhammer 40k. Yeah. And then there was like we I went over to the EU and then we played Talisman. I'm like, oh this is really cool. Oh hey, it's a games workshop thing. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, um actually isn't Games Workshop really based in the EU I originally? UK. I wanna say it's UK. Oh UK. Okay. Probably well, yeah, I probably yeah. Probably more UK, yeah, after thinking about it. But yeah, is it They definitely have a large headquarters in the UK. Okay. I don't know. I'm not um, I'm not the game well, workshop and I have a very <laughs> well. Okay, well, miniature gaming is cool. I I, I see the like of it, right. but me personally, all painting all those mini <laughs> is just enough to go no. It's <laughs> a no, and it's just like I and I don't have the space to store minis. 
Well, but I've got a really good friend. I have a really good friend. Like that's his hot. Like that's his whole hobby. He doesn't play the mini game. He just buys minis and paints them. <laughs> I mean, it's a hobby. It's a legitimate yeah, hobby. Yeah, it's a legitimate hobby. Yeah. Oh. Um, it, it's just not a hobby I'm into. But- well, excuse you, Mister. <laughs> excuse me, Mister Book Hoarding. <laughs> yeah, I can't say too much as I collect all books. <laughs> I mean, come on. What do you have a collection of? Oh, I only have like a thousand books. Only a thousand RPGs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, about that. Did I, did I, I mentioned that this is your intervention, right? <laughs> uh, <sighs> well, I'm getting better. I'm buying PDFs now. Which is, which is fine. I mean, you can't really sell... Well, it's hard to sell a PDF <laughs> back. You know, you yeah. can't really sell a used PDF, whereas, like, my... No. The dust collect... Like, the wait, as opposed to the dust that's collecting on my human-occupied wasteland books is just <laughs> making them more valuable. <laughs> you know, because it makes them more authentic. Um, No, it's fine. I mean, you're right. Like, when are we ever going to play Hall? I mean, come on. Yeah. Hall, Hall look is almost like a joke RPG, but it's not like it's not a jo- it's not a ha ha funny joke like Hackmaster. It's like <laughs> this is a 72 page complete RPG with pre generated characters because who wants to play a character that lives on a planet that is a designated landfill? Which is why <laughs> yeah. they call it Hall, human occupied landfill. I yeah. mean, come on. But they did. They came out with buttery wholesomeness and again it's like fifty it's like sixty, seventy pages and it's like a little bit more about the game. <laughs> I I it's it cost me like eight bucks. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, and there's a supplement for it, and it's called Buttery Wholesomeness. I'll totally take this. I don't uh. ever plan to actually play the game, but if hey, if you listeners out there want me to run a game of human of Hall Human Occupied <laughs> Wasteland, I'm sure I could I could type up the character generation from Buttery Wholesomeness, and we will freaking play it. Because that's what you want to do. I have no problem with that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... I mean, Malifaux was one of those things, right? I mean, it's a minis Yeah. Game. It's a minis game. Did they ever come up with a proper RPG? They, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, the we breach. kickstarted it, remember? They did. That's why I know about it. Right. It's called Through the Breach. Yes. We also have minis. The minis were gorgeous. Yes. But, oh, man. Yes. Uh, it, it was one of the only miniatures games I decided to buy into because the thing about Malifaux is, un- unlike other tabletop uh, things, what miniature games, where you need a whole bunch of armies to be to play, in Malifaux, all you needed was maybe at most six figures. Maybe up to ten, depending on your individual squad. Folks, don't let don't let this man lie to you. He did not decide he did not decide to buy this game. I looked at this game. I decided I wanted to buy into it, and then I twisted his arm, shoved a couple of boxes of starters into his free hand. No, no, no. I'm no sorry. I, I bought t- my own 
You did not give me a single thing. I bought. Well, I think I no. I bought my own core book to figure out the rules, and I bought my own mini with you know, my I'm own saying, cold I'm hard not, cash. I'm not saying I bought you the minis, but I certainly twisted your arm, made you like walk through the store, pick out stuff, and then shoved you into the counter, and be like, "All right, buy this now. We're playing this. We're playing this game with you. are Playing this game with me." That's how I remember it, anyway. Oh. I remember, I seriously, because I don't think, I genuinely don't believe, I truly and honestly do not believe you would have bought that game on your own. I think I would not have bought, my, bought the game if you weren't playing it. No, absolutely. Cause Since you're playing it, that's the only reason why I bought it. Yeah. I bought into it because, because as you said, it's, it's a, um, because it's a band warfare like you said, six to ten. A squad warfare, yes. Squad, squad war, war. Yeah, squad war. It's you know yeah. six to ten, six to ten models, depending on what you want to do. It's still points based. You get so many points, and quite honestly, you know, you know, if you have a thousand points, you can only really, you know, with a thousand points, you can really only deploy six or you know between six and twelve models. So hey, surprise. Yeah. But that was nice. But that, but that was that's again the whole freaking point was hey i don't need i don't need you know 700 minis for an army awesome plus i really like the plot not gonna lie yeah it, it, the storyline is pretty interesting it's kind of like a mid magic high magic steampunk like alternate plot i don't know weird well it's it's a it, it's a magic steampunk world well it takes place it takes place in an in a dimension that is connected to our reality by a portal. Okay. Yeah. And the and for the world's called Malifo. And the people and most of the people who get over there or at least get transported over there are mostly criminals and people near really sentenced to all the near to wells. There's very few people who wanted to go there, but most of them are just didn't have a choice. <laughs> it was either have the death penalty or just or go to Malifaux. Right. Other thing to mention is kind of help put it in context. It just occurred to me that it's almost uh-huh. like Pen from Borderlands. Uh huh. Same kind of same kind of concept. It's like you don't really want to go to Pandora because it's full of like bad stuff. But hey, there's like this thing called a vault, and, and this, again, this is Borderlands, right? There's oh, hey, there's this yeah. thing called a vault, and it could make you ext- like stupid rich. Oh, hey, sure, why not? You know, and in Malifaux, it's there's the the Ghost Rock. No, not Ghost Rock. That Ghost Rock is Deadlands, which we also haven't. It's actually called Soul. I think it's called Soulstone. Yes, Soulstone in, in Malifaux. Mal, it's the from the the Soulstone is the same. <laughs> is the same resource in Mordheim, which is also a squad-based thing, but it's more steampunky. It's not, st- uh, sorry, not steampunky. It's more fantasy, I believe. Yeah, it's more fantasy. So it's kind of like an updated version of that, but it's, anyway. So, But again, that's, long story short, it's kind of like one of those, another one of those games that, like, we bought the minis, the minis were cool, I think we played it once, but we're yeah. you and I are not really into minis. I don't know why I <laughs> thought this would be different. Well, we learned no matter how few the minis you're going to have, we're just not a mini type of people. 
And for me, uh. it's not even it's not necessarily even like the oh god, I have to paint them because I actually I started painting a couple and like learning techniques and it can actually be really rewarding to like to paint to start uh to wash something like you dip the t- very very tip of the brush in the paint pot and then you like you know dilute it with water and then you can make this really awesome shading effect and it's like oh my god that's cool like that's super satisfying it's like it's like to me it was like sitting down watching bob ross yeah you know like fi- like getting the freaking just getting off my ass setting up an easel painting a putting the canvas down and like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to follow him and do the thing that he said. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a nice loose, uh, you know, stance, whatever you want to call it. Yep. You know, oh, <laughs> or stance. Just, just let the brush <laughs> dance across the thing and ma- and it will do this thing. And like, all of a sudden you let the brush dance across the canvas and it does exactly that thing and it looks amazing and you're just yeah. like oh my god that like this man is a freaking genius you know to me it was kind of <laughs> like that but you know then i got distracted and i was like oh well how the hell did i do that i forgot how to do that <laughs> oh uh, i have to i have to paint like 17 more minis because i bought a whole bunch of different kinds to like lend people oh hmm. yep <laughs> Yeah, um, you definitely have to have a, not a knack for it, but a disposition for it. There we go. That's the appropriate yeah, word for it. I mean, a disposition, disposition certainly helps. I would say it helps, but it's not required. Uh, yeah. Um, and the reason it's not required is because, you know, it's one of those things. If you want to practice it, practice it. But if you really just want to play the game, just build the minis so that they kind of look like the thing that they're representing and don't yeah you know like there there are no rules despite what you may have heard there are no rules that say you can't you have to paint the minis like painting the minis is part of the hobby (laughs) it's not a requirement of the hobby (laughs) and i think as we alluded to in the collecting episode there's no such thing as oh my god i've painted all my minis now (laughs) like the universe has detected a paradox now the like it must correct the paradox no <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's not a thing but uh, i also have piles and piles of unpainted minis so who do i know <laughs> and i just i have yet to find a friend that's just like oh my god i'm out of minis ah i want to paint something <laughs> like here you go paint these minis <laughs> I think I fully painted one mini and I didn't hate it. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. That's a Warhammer, or like one of my Warhammer heroes or something. Like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the Blood Angel Champion or something like that. I think I fully painted oh, that's cool. that one and it didn't like totally suck. But I was like, oh man, there are people in this world that like would take this and make it a freaking masterpiece. Ah. Uh. So what haven't we yes. covered right now? Because we've kind of got into minis. I think we're... Wow. Um, we covered a whole bunch of ground. What would you like to go on with? Whew. Um, uh, well, we haven't played much of the... To really tell a story about that yet. We haven't played much. Oh, the 1879 or... Yeah, even though we just only mentioned last episode. Uh, we're still waiting for the next session. Right, we did... Play After play our play. first session... We played exactly one session. Yes. 
Um, damn. You kind of seemed like you wanted to to grief about you know systems we haven't played. Yeah, let, let's go back to that topic. Yeah, <laughs> um, grief of systems that we still that we have and just haven't ran. Um, or even to- just ran once and want to run again, but. Actually, Geist. There we go. All right. So tell Actually, me about- I really want to play a full game of Geist, not just the those intro sessions I play that I ran for a few people that never continue past those intro sessions. <laughs> then pretend I'm a new person and tell me about Geist, my friend. Tell me about uh, Geist. Tell, tell us about. Geist. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ah, okay. The full title of the system is called Geist Sin Eaters. Um, for the folks at home. Uh, Geist is, the metaplot of Geist is, you're a person, like any other normal person, um, but one day, you died. But it wasn't for long. It wasn't permanent. Uh, you, you came back to life, but you made a deal with someone who was already on the other side. Made a deal with them to come back to life, and they can, uh, they partially inhabit your body. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you have your character, and you also have the ghost with you that it can be... Some people think of them as angels, some of them gods, some of them just think of them as these strange beings from some strange realm. Um, and the, the abilities you get being someone who has... Who's being co-possessed, being possessed by a foreign entity? You can actually see and communicate with ghosts, mm-hmm. and you have powers that can uh, warp people's emotions, uh, levitate inanimate objects, uh, even see echoes of the past, or even see strange glimpses into the future, depending on how your powers work. Um, every geist has manifestations, which is your base power, uh, which ha- which has base certain effects, like either it moves up or lets you do damage to things, and so on and so forth. And then, as the counter, well, how to you use those manifestations, keys to unlock those manifestations. And those keys are based off of themes or, or materials, such as you have of uh, a key that's based beast and animals. So if you have the key of that, uh, you have the, that key with a manifestation of puppetry, you can use that key to manipulate animals and make them do anything you wish. Or uh, if you, with the same manifestation of puppetry, you if you have the key of industry, you can manipulate mechanical objects with that manifestation. Right. And you can do combinations of keys and manifestations of different things with your abilities. Nice. Which I thought, which is a kind of cool concept, because it's like, yeah, everyone, there's, every, there, all these powers are available to how you unlock them as the key. is just how they, how they are expressed. And the, I, and just going to doing the point of just exploring what's on the of what's after this life while still being on this. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's what just makes it. Uh, I just think that's interesting to some people, believe that, <laughs> but no, it sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it does. Absolutely. And yeah, <laughs> like I, said, I think we had a couple of, we had a one off, right? Or a two off. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. We did a few. One-offs. 
It was a. I really enjoyed the game. Like anytime you run something, I enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like I'm a shitty GM, like always. But um, I think part of it's because I'm lazy. I mean, oh. paran- don't get me wrong. I will run paranoia at some point. <laughs> I-, I keep saying that, but really, the only thing stopping me at this point is players. Well, you just need to hunt down some players. Absolutely, I'm working on it now. <laughs> okay, that's good. <sighs> um, actually, another system that we've played a few times ourselves. I, hold on. With, Deadlands. Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we played that I ran a few times. I think. Well, we also beta test this one just for if you know. It lets you know oh, yes. what I'm thinking I know, about. I know exactly what this one. Um, actually, one thing I would love to run again that I do enjoy is in dark alleys. Um, I think the folks at home, we think we've mentioned this some time ago, but only in passing. Um, in dark alleys, well, as we're going to start to get a running theme here, so run. Um, it takes place in the modern times, like like guys did. Um, but the thing is, the, the world is just slightly off. In as to use the name of the game in Dark Alley, things are are there to are there to hunt down humanity. There's things that are suppressing humanity from a bigger goal that humanity doesn't even remember they used to have. Right. Um and in Dark Alleys you play one of the people called one we played one of the touched. <laughs> and they are they've learned something about the they they learned how to break slash control it. Um, there are people, some of the touch that uh, at, during a tragic moment, uh, during a tragedy of mass of a lot of people dying, they're the only survivor. But when, but what the public know is when they died, they were a mass among of other bodies that were being reaped by these strange creatures, and by the sheer force of that character resurrected themselves and they have the ability to sustain massive wounds and regenerate their bodies and also at points able to manipulate their own flesh because they have seen what happens on the other side and came back (laughs) um and then there are other touch that they're so devout in their religion they've learned that the flesh is corruption. Flesh is weak. And they've learned how to lose a bit of their physical body to replace limbs that are way more powerful than the yeah. human body. Can. Shit. Are you talking about animists? Uh, no, I'm talking about... Um, Cannibals. Cannibals. Yes. yes. Yeah. There was one... like In, in the meta yeah. plot for that, there was like one story... like. I think it was like the intro to Cannibals. There was like a video or something where like this guy oh, was yeah. like hacking his own limbs off, like like walking down a hallway, staring into a camera, and being creepy. No, that's actually one of the. Uh, oh, was it West? That 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 was one of the adventures. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like so disturbing. But then when you like, but if you read about the Cannibals, you're like, oh my yeah. God. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're like stupid like and like the the pro like it, 
if you read about the cannibals, they can be stupid powerful. Yes. Like, <laughs> they, yeah. Oh, my. oh yeah. So unnerving, though. Oh, yeah. Well, what if you read the uh, the cannibal secret section as a GM, you, you read about one of the elders of the cannibals, yeah. and he is freaky. I mean, like... Uh, well, then... <laughs> Don't worry, folks. There is some light side to this. As another of the touched, where you're so uh, you you were so in tuned with your imagination as a child. When you became an adult, you realize all those imaginary friends you weren't so imaginary, and you've learned to bring them to the real world. And also, you can traverse back to your land of imagination, where they came from. They are called Wonderlanders. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't exactly call them light side because there's a whole thing with like Lewis Carroll and Yeah, there was a whole well, the thing well, there there's also a slight dark side to it with slightly implication of child abuse involved in Wonderlanders, so that's the of it. But in the end, it's a great oh, it is. kind of counterculture counter where you know the the characters know more know the truth that's out there, but even there's still more of the truth that they even don't know that can be discovered. Right, and just that existential other that's there that can be <laughs> that is just some of it knows that you exist and tries to fight against you, and some that do know exist but doesn't really care that you're there and just like you're just so small you don't even matter yeah that was one of the one of my big takeaways from that game was like the whole oh man you are like so insignificant right now (laughs) (laughs) you think you're an all-powerful being but really you (laughs) are no there's things more powerful out there you are a fly on a rhino's ass <laughs> yes, you think you're all powerful after you've controlled your abilities. There's things far older that have been running the grand scheme of things for longer that you've been in existence. You are you are an interloper. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. No, yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think that's where we need to go. Yeah. Just to like actually start enjoying these games again because quite honestly, it's been a long time. Yeah, I think that's what makes it closer to or it's, uh, I guess, closer to me because it, it became more endeared in my heart. Right. I mean, we're we're basically running up against time at this point, but yeah, no. Oh. It's, it's, I yeah. say we've had a pretty successful just general chit chat. I general chit chat. I would, chat, uh, even I it was would be curious yeah. to know. Uh huh. What 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 folks at home think? <sighs> yes. You know, do, <laughs> do you prefer like the specific storytelling, or should we try, or should we do more of like the loosey goosey, let things go where they go? Not that we've actually scripted any single episode to be for, and we have gone off the rails a whole bunch yes. all the time. But most of the episodes we had, we always pre-podcast talk on what we are going to try to discuss. This is the one that where we said, let's record something. Go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but you know, I mean, if you reach, if you go to the website letthedicerole.com, you know, find us in so, on the various social media. You are more than welcome to suggest a topic. You know, we will research the, the you know the heck out of it. You know, and actually do some due 
our work and discuss it. And we'll even give you credit. Yes. Hooray! You gave us an idea for this thing. <laughs> Here's a free <laughs> shout out. Yeah. You did. You are a source of inspiration. You have you have saved dozens of other listeners from having to suffer through (laughs) from suffering from (laughs) random ranting for an hour and change. But anyway, I think on that note, yes, we'll have to call it a show. Yes, we'll call the end to this episode. Uh, Like always, you can contact us through our mastodons. Account or social media. Social me- the social meds. Is social media that's on our. Uh, let- of course, you can uh, buy us a cup of coffee. Well, specifically banjo, but he, as he says, he wants to share. Listen, it, it's a community. It's it's one account <laughs> because I don't feel like maintaining two different accounts for my two different sets of projects. Blah. Which is understandable. Uh but I was just telling let's just don't be for the, the coffee being for specifically Banjo Fox by himself. No, 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 no. Absolutely. In fact, but yeah, most, that's why I said buy us a cup of coffee. Yes. Co- coffee donations will definitely be going to Rasputin to buy him better equipment. But anyway. All yes. Right. I think let us know on on the comments uh, what you think on the social yes. media, whatever. We will see you next time. I've all right. been Banjo. I've been Rasper there. And all of you have a good time after this episode. God, I hope so. <laughs>